Hello, and welcome to another in-depth podcast episode from Community Bible Church. Pastor Tim and I are sitting down to have a conversation about Advent, and we are joined by Brian Krause, one of the elders here at CBC. So Tim, Brian, we are talking about Advent this morning, and we recently started celebrating the season of Advent by lighting candles. Uh, This is a tradition that the church has done for quite a while. Why are we participating in it? Well, first of all, Caleb, thank you for uh, just bringing up this conversation. Uh, When we think of the word Advent, first we need to understand that the word Advent means anticipating, anticipation of something to come. And so obviously in the Christmas season, we're anticipating the birth of Jesus Christ, and in a way we're counting down to that, and the birth and the coming of Jesus Christ to this world is what we're celebrating, obviously, on uh, December 25th. And one of the things, too, with uh, this whole if you want to call it tradition. It's not as if we're starting a new tradition here at CBC as if no one has ever done this before. The Church Universal has done many things in in celebrating and getting ready for the Advent season, and one of the things that um, we're we're starting this year for a community Bible is lighting of the Advent candles. And if you've uh, attended one of our services uh, in this Advent season, you'll see in the middle of the service a family coming up, reading a passage of Scripture from the Bible, and then lighting one of the candles. Um, the Advent candles um, are in different colors. Uh, there's a white one in the middle, there's several purple and one pink, and all of these things we'll talk about in a minute. But before we do that, though, uh, Brian, can you uh, give us a little uh, understanding of what is liturgy, uh, because sometimes when people hear of Advent candles, they think of some of the liturgy that maybe they grew knew growing up in like maybe a Lutheran setting or other churches like that. Yeah, well, thanks for uh, inviting me in today. Uh, Advent is really a special time of the year. Um, for me, um, coming to know the Lord in my teen years here at this church and uh, then later going away to Bible college and pastoring elsewhere, I really didn't have any exposure to the traditions around Advent. And uh, actually, when I showed up at the the first church, uh, they had had a tradition of being involved with Advent. And um, they asked me, where did did I want the Advent wreath this year? And I had to go look it up and kind of see what it was all about. And and of course, I had you know questions, maybe like some other people had. Does this mean we're we're going down the road of being a church that reads all of our prayers and that repeats after me all these things and so on and so forth? And I think um, the conservative church, the Bible church movement, maybe has um, set aside some of the really good things that liturgical churches had done over the years. Um, I don't know why that reaction is, but it it was there for me. And so um, liturgy is our our way of worship. And so the um, idea of being able to use um, some, maybe we would say structured things like an Advent wreath or these candles and so forth, um, I found that the traditions were were really rich, that they had great teaching behind them, and that we could use these opportunities to keep the message out front. So I really appreciated your first message, Pastor Tim, this this past week about hope and um, using the Advent opportunity to teach those truths rather than falling into a tradition that we do and don't know why we do it. So I really appreciate that you've explained it and done a great job on that. 
And I'd even add to that, Brian, too, the, uh, the part of liturgy, the cool part about it is we all have liturgy at our churches. So when someone says, oh, that's liturgical, or this is, what's your liturgy? And someone says, we don't have liturgy. Actually, you do. Liturgy is, again, just that form of worship. And so here at CBC, one of the things we do, we open up on a call to worship every Sunday. And then from that, we sing a song. And then we have announcements and prayer time and offering and another song and a sermon. And that's literally our liturgy. And so what we found is our liturgy, though, holds us. It gives us a form to flow through. But Just like anything, if you don't understand why you're doing it, it just becomes in a way of just going through the motions. And so one of the things we continually want to do is why are we doing what we're doing? And so even when it comes to the Advent candles, uh, when we put them up there and you see that there are three that are purple, um, again, in the tradition of the church, purple uh, carried with it when you saw that, uh, the idea of spiritual readiness or being prepared. Uh, and so when you see these three purple candles, when those are being lit, they're to remind yourself that, uh, in a way, we are to remind ourselves that Christ came to die for sin, and are you prepared for one day um, being with him and being before him on the judgment day? Also, see you see the pink one. Uh, pink, historically, has been one of joy and triumph, which... Uh, ironically, the pink candle has joy on it, so that's where we get that. And then that center candle, that white candle, is a symbol of purity. And most of us would go, oh, I remember, I know what that is, uh, because we see that in, in many of our uh, other areas in our culture here. But what is interesting, and which I'm really looking forward to at our Christmas Eve service, uh, we will actually be lighting that middle candle, which is the Christ candle, representing Christ, obviously the one who is the pure one who came to die for our sins. And from that candle, then, when we all do our little circle around the church and sing Silent Night, that is the light that is used to light all the other, other candle, candles, symbolizing for us, again, that the light that Jesus brought into the world has been given to us, but also to share with the world. And there's uh, one other thing, too, that just to really cool um, tradition here in this, when uh, we have the families read, we have the husband read, or the, the man of the family there read, and then we have the wife light the candle. And some may say, so why is the wife lighting the candle? Well, in uh, the uh, tradition, and the more of the uh, Jewish tradition of Passover, one of the reasons why the woman lights the candle is because of the sermon we actually preached this last week in Genesis 3.15, where from Eve is going to come the Messiah that is going to um, crush the serpent's head, And she is the one that is going to be bringing light into the world, the light into the world. And so in the Jewish tradition, the woman lights the candles at Passover. And we've, this is not part of an Advent thing. This is something that Caleb and I decided to do. We are asking the wife to be the one to light, in a way symbolizing that from woman came the Messiah. And it's just a uh, neat uh, thing that I think sometimes we quickly pass through and we forget some of those uh, deeper meanings of why we're doing what we're doing. Yeah, and and the the traditions like that um, that show forth and that teach things um, are great traditions. We all have traditions. We all have, as you said, liturgy. If our if we believe our liturgy liturgy is less structured, it's it's still a liturgy, and and um, and we have traditions. So Advent's a great great tradition, and and again, it, it was new to me. But as we celebrated it year by year, it really became a meaningful part of our church calendar and our family calendar as well. 
Uh, one other thing too that I love is I love watching the little kids when they sit there and their in their minds are counting down what candles <laughs> need to be lit next and the excitement that is there waiting for once that one comes that center one is lit as Christmas and you start to see them even anticipating <laughs> what's coming next and people going and I've heard people go oh what's what's the next candle we're lighting next week and you can feel the anticipation that is there and my prayer is for the church is that we don't lose that. 10, 15 years down the road, we're not going, oh, I've been there, done that. And we still keep that same anticipatory spirit that God has called us to, I think, as believers, anticipating, obviously, we know that he's come, but also looking forward to his second coming as well. Sure. And families at home uh, can do things to contribute to that. You know, Advent isn't just a, a time for us on Sundays, but rather Families at home can spend time with their Advent devotions or an Advent calendar that that points them forward and points them to the things that we'll be doing together on Sundays. So that's a great opportunity as well. I think that really highlights two things that I think is important about Advent. Um, just the other day, my kids were asking when Christmas is. I mean, we're almost to December, so they're already counting down the days. But that's something that Advent teaches us is how to anticipate that big day, how to, you know, not just rush along hoping that Christmas is here so we can open our gifts and spend that time with family, but anticipating why do we celebrate this holiday. It's a great teaching opportunity for kids, and I think that's the second part is Advent allows us to teach this important time to kids. The kids see the candle up there, they hear what it's about. It gives parents and families, like you were saying, Brian, the opportunity to use Advent as a teaching time to explain why do we do this? Why do we set aside a whole month of the year to anticipate this one day? What is the significance of it? What is the significance of Christ coming into the world? And Pastor Caleb, people are so busy at all times of the year, and then at this time of the year for our schedule to get even busier and to, to crowd Christ out of Christmas is exactly the opposite direction of what we want to go. So that anticipation and that daily reminder um, is really helpful. I, I appreciate you guys doing these, these podcasts because it gives us as a church a chance to get together again during the week and, and uh, spur one another on that way. Well, families do the same thing around uh, Advent celebration as well. So if you uh, are not attending CBC, you're welcome uh, to come uh, during this Advent season. If you are a tender, we're uh, looking forward to walking through uh, all the different candles and their meanings. And so uh, join us uh, this coming week as we uh, will go through um, Christ is our peace and what does that look like and what is, how does the biblical story remind us of our need for reconciliation between us and the Father and how Christ is that mediator that brings us to the Father and uh, bring salvation for us. And so uh, we'd, we'd love to have you guys join us, and we're praying too, as, as pastors here, that you would use this time, uh, this build-up to Christmas, as a great reminder of that anticipation of Christmas, and also the idea of getting your heart ready for when Christ does return. Because in the past, a, a couple sermons ago, we talked about when we think about the end times and we think about all of the world around us and the chaos and everything that Christ stepped into, we're reminded of ourselves that we need to be ready ready for his return. All right, thank you for joining us for this podcast episode. We hope that's been a blessing to you. And as Tim said, we hope that you join us for uh, Sunday mornings during this Advent season.